I don't believe in ghosts or curses, but if you see someone crawling out of your TV, it's probably time to reevaluate what you've been watching. Good evening, and welcome to Gore, a horror podcast to keep you up at night. I'm the Wicked Kitten always getting into mischief, and with me, as always, is my lovely co-host, TV's Travis. Hello. Also with us is the endearing, the ethereal Faye. Hi, hi. And lastly, the dread you've been feeling since you hit play on this podcast. Dreadly. Well, hello. So, what's going on? What's happening? What's... What's happening, hot stuff? Uh, what you doing? What you watching? How you been, Travis? Oh, pretty good. Still uh, fumbling my way through Bioshock. Uh, one one slow progression at a time. Uh, but I also started playing Tunic, uh, Ooh, which is I adorable. Love Tunic. It's adorable it's and it's so one. much fun. And it's making me want to play more Legend of Zelda after I get done. Yeah. <laughs> and it's coming to Switch. I yeah. wish I had a Switch. So that's what I've been up to is Bioshock and Tunic and, and stuff. Stuff. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Sounds interesting. Not really. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. Faye, what you, what you watching? How you, how you been? <laughs> what you, what's going on? How you? I mean, broken record, you know, work beats the crap out of me, but, you know, it, it pays the bills. Um, but I did uh, get to see uh, everything everywhere uh, at once. Oh, or nice. Whatever. And yes. yeah, I've never I really, said the title really of good. that movie. I've never said the title of that movie, right? Or the same. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a really good movie. I recommend anybody, everybody to watch it. Everybody everywhere. Mm-hmm. All at once. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Watch it. Bring down that server. Hack the planet. Oh, wait. Wrong movie. Um, <laughs> I love that movie, uh, too. I, I, everybody should. Um, mm-hmm. I've also been watching She-Hulk. Uh, that's, that's been really good. Uh, is that going more. week by week? Or is that yeah. bingeable? Yeah, yeah okay. it's week, cool. weekable. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Weekable. Uh, and... Yeah, weekable. <laughs> Weekly. Like Dreadly. Oh. Um and I've been playing Tower of Fantasy. That oh yes, the game legit. you talked about <laughs> last episode. Still that, liking that. you know, racing, something some people have stopped doing or haven't been showing up. Yeah, Travis. <laughs> yeah, what the hell, man? You were there, then you weren't. I don't understand. Uh, yeah. I'll be there this week. <laughs> that was the quietest I'll be there. <laughs> uh, well, I guess you haven't been racing, but uh, what, 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 what the hell have you been doing? Dreadly. Well, I uh, finally, finally, everyone will be happy to hear this. I will finally finished Final Fantasy X. Woo! And damn you, Square Enix. 
for making such emotional endings. Damn you. Yep. It's why I can't hear that song without crying. And apparently they changed the little line she says in English from the original Japanese to make it even worse. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, other than that, started playing a new game called Nine War Lives, which is fucking adorable Noir. because it's a point and lick game. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's a point and click with cats. And you can lick things, which I do. I lick everything. He's that guy. Yep. Of course he is. And I've decided every game from now on should have a lick system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every game? Every game. So your Bioshock? Yeah, lick those. No, I'm no, not going to say it. How about um, uh, Dead Space? A lick mechanic in Dead Space? Yep. Okay. Lick their limbs off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like there will be some games with some flaws there. Dead by Daylight? Lick Mechanic? Lick by Daylight. Yeah. Yeah, no. Don't don't, don't overthink okay. it. Uh, fun game, though. Really fun game. Uh, yes. I was playing it with you. Yes. And uh, we shall continue it next time. And uh, that will be no, before really... this episode comes out. So I don't know why I'm saying that. But you should have really... been there. Yeah, no, but it really is like a it's it's an interesting little game, little indie game, and the main character is just fucking fantastic. So Cuddles, Cuddles Nutter Butter is just charming and sweet and funny and sarcastic and or is it sardonic? One of them, or both, who knows, whatever. But love, love, love the character. So oh, much. absolutely! No, I tuned in watching it, and it's exactly the type of game that I love. I love those that style of gaming, and it's got just a great sense of humor to it. I, that's a cool mm-hmm. one. Yeah, we were drawn in by the cats, if you know what I'm saying, and the detective. Like, I could do most detective things. I like that aesthetic. Detective, like especially because he's like the old-timey detective. But yeah. Noir. Noir. As the title says. Yep. Doing anything else then? I also started playing Batman Arkham Asylum because I felt like it and that game is still fun. Yes. There's a bunch of Batman games, aren't there? Or is there just one? Yes, but this is the best one. Yeah. I've heard people... Say words. I know, Travis. Arkham City. I will disagree. It's the best one, but it is the best series of Batman games. And it's the start of the best series of Batman games. Is it like, so, like, when you say, like, so you're saying this is your favorite one? Or? Yes. And I completely agree with Travis thinks this, uh, City is the best one. I understand why, but personally, I just don't like the open world that big, I guess. I prefer, like, the more Zelda-ish way of doing things in, in Asylum. Jeez. 
kittens. Put I had the same thing with in. Darksiders. I loved the first Darksiders game. And then the second one, they went open world more. And I was like, yeah, okay. Well, I guess that's just, like, that's where we disagree in that they're both open world. One's just bigger than the other one. And I think that they yep. refined things better in city, but true. that doesn't take anything away. Like Arkham Asylum is amazing. And watching you play, oh, it, I'm yeah. like, oh, I need to start. I, I literally was almost going to start playing it uh, the <laughs> night before. And then I decided to install Tunic instead. And then I see you playing Arkham Asylum the next day. And I'm like, God damn it, Dread, get out of my head. Stop it. <laughs> Never. Uh, but yeah, the, the, um, I got to the Scarecrow part. And that's still creepy as fuck. So, still good. Scarecrow. So, we'll definitely uh, play that some more. Um, it's not the longest of games. So, we'll be finished pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what she said. Not- yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and that's about it for games. Uh, movies. I haven't really watched many scary movies in the past two weeks. Uh, but we did watch Black Friday, finally. Finally. Uh, which was more scary than I expected. Yes, I expected and more not, comedy. Not as funny as I thought it would be. I... It's weird because you you expected it to be like this, like not too scary, but a little bit in the horror side, but then like really funny. And it wasn't, it just wasn't that funny. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't like, it didn't have me like cracking up. It was just kind of like an odd comedy horror, but it was actually kind of creepy and scary. Is this the one where it's Black Friday and they're in the store? Uh, store and it has Bruce Campbell. Okay, yeah, I did yeah. see that. It it wasn't what I expected, but it wasn't bad. No, yeah, it was exactly. a fun movie to watch. But that's exactly again, how I felt. when you see Bruce Campbell, you kind of expect barely in it comedy. <laughs> well, it, yeah, and, and and same as uh, what was it. Jamal White or how, what? Jaleel White was is that who it is? I the the big black dude. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see it. I can't remember his name. <laughs> I, I think wasn't he the one that played Spawn? Oh, Michael Jai White. Yes. Okay. He was in it. I liked it. I liked him in it, but he was not in slightly there for very long. slightly different nope. from Jaleel White. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remembered the last name. Please don't beat me up. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. You were just couldn't remember part of his name. It's all right. <laughs> you did good, kid. You did better than I did. I had no idea who anyone's name was in that movie, except for Bruce Campbell. I mean, he was the only other one I recognized the name. <laughs> you mean you didn't recognize Devin Sawa? Oh, nope. yeah, duh, Devin Sawa. Duh, God damn it. Motherfucking cocksuckers. Yeah, I knew he was in that. I was just making a flippant joke about not recognizing anybody. But Uh yes, Mm -hmm. Devin Sawa of um, Chucky show fame. Yeah, because that's what he's known for. Oh, yeah. Have you not seen Chucky yet? He's great in that. That's that's definitely the first thing people think of. Yeah, that is. It is now. Mm. It is now. 
Well, you know. They know who he is. If you don't know who Devin Saw is, please write into the show. <laughs> Gore Podcast. I'm right on that. back with an explanation <laughs> of that. I I'm sending an email right now. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> oh, Final Destination. Idle Hands. Idle Hands. The Casper. cover of every teen magazine from like 1995. Don't say it. They're not going to write in. You just ruined all the letters. Uh, all the emails we're going to get. Yes. Damn it. They were all going to write in because they knew the answer and they had to be the one to send the letter. Yeah. So I've been, um, well, I've been also watching and playing those movies as well. Um, but also very, very tired work has been very stressful and I would like a nap mostly, mostly that's just how I feel. But I think it's time to peek around that corner and give you some of the highlights of horror news. I mean, it looks like, uh, Netflix is rapid, uh, putting some stuff out for Halloween. Uh, they've released a couple of trailers, um, when you're seeing this, the shows are probably already out. Um, one of them is uh, The Curse of Bridge Hollow. It actually looks kind of cool. It's got, uh, was it Marlon Wayne? Uh, so, I mean, it, it's a family friendly comedy horror. Uh, people move into a new house, mm-hmm. people release a. Uh, a a demon of sorts and it starts taking over uh, the Halloween decorations. And, yeah. and there's clowns. There's, there's, there's clowns, clowns and Rob Riggle. So and it looks fun. I, I'm with Monica. I hope that they didn't sh- like give away every good scene in the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. But it looks like it it'll have some, some fun moments. Good. Um, yeah. There was also Mr. Harrigan's phone, which is based on a Stephen King story. Um, it's <laughs> actually kind of a little bit creepy. Yep. Uh, Probably less comedy in there. Oh, yeah, I'm Maybe sure. A lot less comedy. <laughs> a lot less. Well, it could still be family friendly, but it's very, very creepy. I got like creepy chills from... Uh, the trailer. <laughs> well, Donald Sutherland is like 105 years old in this movie. I mean, is he that really? that guy has looked old since like the, the 90s. 70s. Well, yeah, I mean, he he looked fairly old in the 70s, but like by the time of Backdraft, he looked ancient, and that was almost 30 years ago. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, he was one of those that had the, you know, the the hair that went white early, right? So, yeah. like, that always, that him and Steve, Steve Martin, same thing. Like, I don't know why I've always thought of Steve Martin as old. Although I think of him as way younger than Donald Sutherland. Well, and the thing, like, the thing with Steve Martin is his hair went white early, but his he still looked, like the rest of him, his face didn't look old. But like Donald Sutherland has always looked gaunt and old and like a like like a skeleton with some leather stretched over it. Aww. And 
he's fantastic though. I love Donald Sutherland in so many things. And he, it, this looks like a great creepy role that he got to play. It's interesting yeah. to me that they have iPhones only because, um, the iPhone, right. But like Apple has a thing with bad guys in movies. Can't have iPhones. Villains aren't allowed to use Apple products in film. So technically wouldn't that just go to say that he's not the bad guy? Well, ah. he and Jaden Martell both have iPhones. So who's the antagonist and who's the protagonist? Who, who's no the one? It's a buddy buddy movie, yeah. and they're just having fun, and it'll be happy and funny, <laughs> and yeah. Well, like yeah, looks, you, looks you remember, like could because like always remember, good and evil is not black and white, right? It's There's like actually. Even King stories, uh, the oh, bad yeah. guys are not always who you expect them to be. Oh, I understand. No, yeah. they could be interdimensional demons. <laughs> of course. Because that's a good Steven. Man. You know, judging from the trailer, which I won't go into detail because I don't know what people like to not be spoiled on or whatever, but I don't know. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to watch it, which means I guess I got to keep my Netflix subscription. All right. I'll hold on to it a little bit longer. You know what I did? Like, this is just like a little side note, but like I was, um, I don't know if any of you have used the IMDB, uh, app before that is now recently turned into freebie. I mean, recently isn't like six months ago, but yeah, I use that every week. Yeah, so, like, I used to use the IMDb app all the time, and I never had any issues, but now that it's freebie, as well, especially with shows, do you ever watch shows on there, or is it just movies that you check out? Shows every week. That's where Highlander is streaming. Yeah. Does it save where you are? Because, like, it's not saving. Yeah. Like, I, I have to go back and fast forward into the show again to get... And I'm, uh, I'm getting well, annoyed. I, mean, I don't stop halfway through a show usually. So, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe. Uh, but it's it still saves kind my of watch annoying. progress because it tell it knows what episode I'm on. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't saving any of mine because I got to episode three and it was still every time I went into the app it would show me season one episode one and I was just like. I don't know. Anyway, but because if you of have that tech support, uh, please email us at <laughs> just email us. God damn it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But because of that, I finally signed up for the Peacock app <laughs> just because that's the other place that I could find the show that I was watching. And uh, just wondering if anyone else has had any experiences with these apps and what they like, what they don't like, and and whatnot. Because, like, honestly, for me, if the app doesn't have one of those, like, 30-second or 15-second back buttons, I almost don't even want it. Like, I need that little button. Like, if you miss something, you know, and you just hit it, and it's like, you get right back to that part that you need to rewatch. Otherwise, you have to go down to the little cursor, rewind, 
make sure you flip back to the play button. Hopefully you've caught it at the right second. It's kind of irritating. The third trailer that dropped is the movie Maxine. So it started with X that we watched earlier this year. Or not we, I guess I did. Did you guys watch X yet? I haven't seen Mm -hmm. it. Okay, so at least me and... um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. So we watched X. I liked it. Great movie. They Mm -hmm. were um, simultaneously filming the prequel Pearl, which came out in theaters. I think it was yesterday or the day before, which I can't wait to see that either. And they're already announcing like the third in the trilogy, which will be a sequel that takes place in the 80s. I'm excited. I want to see Pearl first and see what happens there. But uh, just from the trailer and the fact that it takes place in the 80s is just freaking fantastic. There's something like a very different feel to the movies. So, um, yeah, everybody's all excited about it. Yeah. I'm just curious how they're going to integrate uh, these movies into the Triple X franchise. Oh, my God. And whether Vin <laughs> Diesel will show up. <laughs> wonder what wait. the games will just be. sits in waiting to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, Dreadly, get out. Uh, anyway, but uh, uh, just very much looking forward to the third. And I think Mia Goth is just fantastic in the first movie. And as soon as I watch Pearl, I will come back and give my considered opinions, as it were. And now for tonight's feature presentation. Do you guys hear about this video cassette that when you watch it a week later, you die? No. What's a video cassette? Uh, it's kind of like a DVD that you have to rewind. Ah, okay. What's a DVD? It's like... You know what? This isn't going to work. People don't use physical media anymore. All right. What cool new technology could we use? Did you guys hear about this YouTube video that when you watch it a week later, you die? No. Supposedly you watch it and then the phone rings and you hear a voice that says seven days. And seven days later you die. Yeah, it happened to a couple of friends of my roommate's cousin's best friend's sister-in-law. That's all an urban legend. Wrong, Wrong movie. movie. Hey, I have a great idea. We should watch it. Okay. Well, that was creepy. Eh, I've seen worse on TikTok. So... Shouldn't our phones ring now? <laughs> Told you it was all fake. Eh, my battery's dead. I don't know, my phone screens all the calls. Ah, well, guess we're saving. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Oh, a new tweeter message from someone named Sadako. Ring is a 1998 horror mystery film known as the original and inspiration for the American version, The Ring. Its subtle imagery and creepy ambiance is the stuff of nightmares, and I swear to you, I have slept with my lamp on every night since I have watched this movie. But what did you think of the film, Travis? 
Uh, it's really good. Um, I saw The Ring first. Um, I saw that in theaters. Uh, I knew I knew that it was a remake when I saw that, um, but that was the first one I saw. Then later on, I saw this. Oddly enough, not the first version of this movie that was made, though. There was actually a 1995 TV movie um, based on the book that this is based on first. Then they did the theatrical one. Then they did the American remake. Um I like it though. It's really it's uh it's creepy, it's atmospheric, uh the imagery is wonderful, the performances are great. It's a it's a creepy ass movie. I do prefer the American remake, possibly because I saw it first, but also I think there's some things it does that I like better. And typically when I see remakes of especially Japanese horror films, there's always gonna be translation, and I usually don't prefer the Americanized version, but there was a difference in style that they did with the American version over this one that for me just, just hit a little bit better, but that's like basically saying if that's a, you know, an eight out of 10, this is a seven and a half out of 10 type thing. Like it's barely a half step behind it. It's so, this is such a good horror movie. So yeah, I like it. Faye, how do you feel about this movie? I love it. I mean, I watched this just before seeing the American version. Um, when I found out about the American version, I actually searched the Seven Seas uh, to find a copy that I could find subtitled, you know, before it was released. Um, but I did pick up uh, a copy of it when it was released uh, for over here. Um it scared the crap out of me. First horror movie that had been able to do that in a very long time. Um, so much so that I had to instantly watch another movie to get my mind off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. <laughs> our, do, do, yeah. do we think we're going to cover the American version at some point or yeah. not? Because if we are, I will save. I have a story about seeing that movie, uh, but I will save it for when we do that yes well now we'll be in okay. suspense until until we do Ooh. that movie but i'm sure we will like but it won't be for a while i'm well then people have to just keep listening <laughs> oh god if you god. can guess the story though email us <laughs> <laughs> great email us damn it no um i want emails so yeah i mean it's the first uh, horror movie that it's actually scared me and that made it sit and resonate. And I ended up getting all the manga because a movie that actually can scare me, I like to deep dive into it and find every source I can about it. Um, Mm -hmm. That way it's no longer scary to me. Um, But yeah, all the manga I've seen and have copies of all of the movies. Uh, you know, all four of them, I believe, uh, that follow the series. Um, and I really like it. It's one of my favorite horror movies because it scared me. Yeah. Let's get well, some more. <laughs> some more scary movies. Dreadly, how do you feel about this movie? Uh, well, just like Travis, I also saw the American version first, which... Scared the shit out of me back then. Back which then. also is uh, not something that happens a lot, by the way. 
Ah, uh, then like, a couple of years later, I saw the. They kind of showed the um, original, I'm gonna say, version on on some late night uh, show that was showing all kinds of weird horror movies. But I saw that really late that night, and it scared the shit out of me, also, in a very different way, because I'm not used to seeing. Japanese movies or Japanese horror movies in, in, in specifically and they have a way of doing things that are completely different from Hollywood obviously so it's more effective because you're not used to it as well it it's leans heavily into the psychological horror oh, yeah. instead of the slasher yeah because yep. they don't show you much and it's like just atmosphere. That's the word that I would use to describe these movies as atmosphere. And yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But sound again, just like our previous movie, the sound in this phenomenal. Uh, and I must say, after seeing this, then I rewatching the, the American version uh, lost a little bit of its impact. Uh, I can agree, but yeah. I mean, it, it's also preference. They're, they're the same yeah. story. They're the same story, and a lot of the scenes are shot same for same. <laughs> and some things were left out of the American version that I thought enhanced it a little bit more, explained a little more, gave you more why. But some but things were added, really too. needed. Yeah. Like one thing I, I rewatched this movie now. Uh, one thing I remember that wasn't in this. Like I remembered way more scenes with the actual creepy girl. So I might actually be thinking of the American version <laughs> or the sequels. Who knows? It's probably uh, sequels because even the American version, she's not like a prominent character. Okay. Shown a ton. You, you know, it's you about get little glimpses, but that's yeah, about it. it. Until the end. It's about the, the two, the reporter and the guy and uh, and all that. Like that's, but that's what makes it work. I mean, that's yes. one of the yep. things that, you know, you talk about atmosphere and it's like, it's, it's the, it's letting your mind fill in the blanks of a lot of what's going on and it's playing with your mind. And I like that. So I saw the American version first. That definitely gave me a, uh, a ton of nightmares for a long, long time that also affected me. And if you think about it, uh, I'm not the two of you. I'm not, not scared by anything. I'm, you know, constantly closing my eyes and, you know, what have you. So this was incredibly impactful. Um, And seeing this one, I can appreciate it for being kind of like a different, different version of the same story and it's very good yeah i mean it's basically the same the same movie just with like i feel i feel like they yeah they definitely added stuff to the ring because i felt like i remember more stuff and even dreadley was saying that the the video is longer in the american version and i feel like that's true although i didn't get a chance to rewatch. it is there's, there's more like scenes extra. in it I remember like a fly or something and, mm, and, and a chair. The, the videos were different. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I figured that much because like the like they used more like American imagery and whatnot. I never forget this movie. Like it lives in my mind. Her crawling on the floor and stuff like that. Just obviously, I'm a, I'm thinking of the American version, but like watching this was like basically the same, just in a different, you know, slightly different story. And and I literally did sleep with the little lamp on for the last couple days just because like you know it's dark and all i can imagine is her like crawling up and like her hair and then looking up at me and stuff and it's just like you know i have a very active imagination that's why she doesn't need to dark or to light she just needs a tv do you have a tv there yeah like the one behind travis Well, I don't think she'd like that one because she's got to like crawl out and then down. You know, like she probably wants something closer. Yeah, she to would that. fall and she's hurt herself. Not through that one, right? From yeah, my TV's up on a big high thing, so she's not going to come through that either. Shut up! Shut up! I... Mm-hmm. Mine's hanging in the wall right there. <laughs> it's a little high, maybe, maybe, maybe. But yeah, it's this. They're very unsettling movies. I can't watch them very often either, by the way. Like, well, it's not I, something. But I also would never. Something that The Ring is rated PG 13 and it scares the shit out of people. Yeah. yeah. Because is... you, can make, you can make a horror film and something scary and you don't have to have disgusting or shocking imagery you don't have to have foul you know you don't have to have swearing you don't have to have like a lot of the tropes of horror movies don't have to be there for something to be scary and it's atmosphere that can do it oh yeah absolutely like some of the like you think of some of the best ghost stories you've ever heard and and like as a kid like i remember hearing the first time i heard about the hook on the car door and i know this is an urban legend episode but still like hearing that simple little story that wasn't anything and it was just the the scariest thing just like the simplest sometimes the simplest story is the creepiest but yeah and the music the way the music affects me is just uh yeah. it's horrible because we talked about that in the last episode and travis learned me a word that i was searching for i was discordant and in this movie, it's like similar, like the, the, the sounds that are playing, even if you're not seeing anything and eventually not much happens. At that point, just that sound. Ah. Well, the, there's sound and then there's also a lack of sound. There's a really great use of empty space audibly in this movie where there's scenes where there's just no, there's no sound going on. And then you hear like one or two. And what it makes you do is you pay, you start paying more attention and you start listening for more and then they'll throw a sound at you and it, it fucks with you like completely and throws you off. And it's done so well in this movie. That is one thing that ring does much better than the ring is that use of like, it's like white space and graphic design. It's that negative space and sound to draw you in. The Japanese version definitely utilizes that better because it's that's a style of filmmaking that's more accessible there that people you know general US audiences want a soundtrack they want music and things happening or they get bored um, yeah 
So that is definitely one place where Ring just outshines it because of the way it does that. And it's so it's so well done. I know people who like really can't stand the sound of silence also. And that must be something it's very uns- jarring. It's unsettling. Like Dead I actually like that is super unsettling. I love the sound of silence. Like not just the song. Silence is but- not disturbed. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I wonder if that gives I wonder if that gives like different reaction to how you adjust to that because if it's something if it's a sound that comforts me and then in the moment of comfort I get like this you know shrill and unexpected creepy sound it's very it's very 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 like disorienting it but also, also yeah and it, it's going to kind of depend too on what type of silence you're dealing with because there's definitely different varying st- uh, types and levels of silence because there's almost always like background noise we hear or you have fans going or air conditioning units and there's that dull hum, but you still kind of sit in your silence or you go out in the woods, you go outside at night and you can hear silence, but then you'll hear the sounds of nature. You'll hear a car way off on a road, something like that. But then there's like true silence. And I had a friend of mine who was, um, he was an audio engineer and he got to go into one of the quietest rooms on the planet with the way that they have the sound deadening in there. And he said he couldn't stand after like a couple of minutes, he had to get out of there because it was messing Mm -hmm. with his head because he could hear the blood in his own ears moving through his veins. Like it was that quiet and it was, it it was unsettling for him. So definitely, it it definitely does that because I love like silence outdoors. It's a, it's a comforting thing, but depending on the situation, it's also very unsettling and very pure, creepy. pure silence is way too. Yeah. I getcha. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's, it's, it's hard for me to say if I prefer one to the other because they each had really good stuff to them. And I'm obviously biased by watching the American version first because, you know, it hits you and then like, that's like a lasting imprint. Um, but I guess I like both of them for different reasons. Well, they tell the same story, but they tell them in two slightly different ways. Yeah. And I'm trying, I'm trying not to overly talk about the ring since we will cover it at some point. (laughs) But it's like the, it, the way it uses the imagery is very different. It spends a lot more time with the actual videotape. Um, mm-hmm. And there's more like I love in that how they utilize images from the videotape in the world. Uh, I think a little bit better. But um, but the there's, clues, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The way that the images on the tape appear in the world as they did on the tape. Um, but like the ring, this Japanese movie does such a good job with its atmosphere and in, in a lot of ways better because it has a different, uh, a feel to it. It's almost closer to like a David Lynch kind of, uh, weird psychological movie. Um, and a little more of like an art piece 
in in a few ways. And so that works really, really well. So yeah, they are two different movies, even if they're the same story and a lot of the scenes play out exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, I remember when the, when the, uh, the ring first came out and a lot of people were saying, yeah, while filming it, they were watching ring <laughs> scene for scene. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, they Americanized I, I, it. Definitely. Yeah. And they definitely, I mean, but I, mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it still turned out great. They did that one thing that was missing in this movie, which really annoyed me in a way. And I was like, wait, what? Um, so the whole story is about watching a videotape and then you get a phone call and then someone says seven days because you need to know that you have seven days to live. But the, but the one phone call we see or hear, nothing is said. It's mm-hmm. just the sound. So how did they know it was seven days? Because the kids died a week later. Yeah, but no, like the kids said that they that they, that they're yeah. told seven days. She hung up before anything was said. Oh, well, no one said it was instantly seven days. She hung up as soon as she heard the same music from the video on that phone. Uh, well, I feel like the phone should have rang again. Then, like, hey, hey, hey! Like, I wasn't hey. done. Yes, I need to talk to you about your car's extended warranty and all that. <laughs> I got it in there, Monica. Deal with it. Ah, uh, wicked. But yeah, no. I mean, that I, I thought you were going to talk about uh, the kid being psychic because they don't even cover that in the American version. They don't even touch that with a ten-foot pole. Which one being psychic? The, the little uh, boy. Yeah, they do. Mm, not as much. The whole thing and, with his artwork. I mean, that's the impetus for her getting in, interested in the whole thing in the first place is he's drawing pictures of his dead uh, cousin a week before she died. They, they heavily imply that he has psychic abilities. Not Maybe not overtly saying it, but they definitely impli- imply it. Mm-hmm. But also, that kid know. is creepy as fuck. <laughs> Both of them yeah. in both yeah. versions, but in this one, um, he was less annoying in this one. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? He was also I wearing the shortest shorts at one point. Yeah, those shorts were interesting. Those were great. Another thing that maybe I missed, but like uh, at one point, uh, the guy is sitting there and he sees a pair of legs coming to him wearing white shoes all the white Mm -hmm. shoes that were slightly dirty why was that only once in the entire movie I feel like that should have happened more often psychological stuff it's that that's that that's where I say it kind of feels like David Lynch in some ways where it's like weird imagery that maybe makes sense or has a point but probably doesn't and it's just weird like that's sort of what that felt like to me. I mean, that was her introducing herself to him. Yeah, she could have introduced herself more often. Uh. But again, as Travis said, it's the psychological influence that it's to make it creepier. 
know, it's not really meant to make any sense. It's just meant to be weird and throw you for a loop. Yeah, oh, I'm, so I'm, I laughed by the way. <laughs> I, I laughed when they were uh, looking at the videotape in detail. And at one point she's like, well, this is a weird scene, a weird shot. Like that's the the rest of the movie. (laughs) No, okay, (laughs) okay. Oh, this is weird. Really? Also, she was very quick to be like, "Well, uh, this is gonna kill me in seven days." I believe this immediately. Hey, watch this tape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Do it. Which is the thing that actually saved her. Well, the thing that saved her was making the copy. Copying it and giving it and making yeah. someone else watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just making them watch it, making the copy of it to watch it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Although I feel that through. after doing the copy and making him watch it and saving herself, she re-watched it, though. Does that not recurse her? It's like a virus. You're already immune. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, if it gets more into it in the sequels. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I don't even think I've seen the. Amer- well, obviously, I didn't see the American sequel. That one goes off on a tangent. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, there's two. I kind of just, yep. uh, there's a DVD version as well. <laughs> I don't know what that means. They made rings at one point, and I think it's turned into a DVD by then. Oh, no, actually, Rings, I think, was uploaded. I'm sorry. I thought you Rings was uploaded to the YouTube. Damn it. (laughs) You thought you were the first one. (laughs) Wow. No, actually, it was Rings was actually, I enjoyed Rings. Rings was good. They did a good job with that. But Ring 2. Or the ring too. It was Blair Witch that was a DVD at one point. What? One of the Blair Witch sequels. Shit, never mind. <laughs> we'll get to that sometime. Whenever we get to Blair Witch Two, holy crap! Oh, I have things to say. I about like that, that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, never watched I liked it. it. Uh huh. It's a different no. movie. Well, I like it better than the original. So. It's fine if you realize that it has nothing to do with the first movie whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've never even watched the original Blair Witch. Uh, yeah, you'd just be bored. <laughs> I generally am with found footage movies. <laughs> I only saw that movie once, and I was too young to realize that it wasn't that it was, you know, that it was fake. <laughs> I thought it was real for a while. So I don't it like that. It was real. A lot of it was a real movie. I was like, you know what? Wait a minute. Why would they show? Why? This can't be real, right? They wouldn't show this in a theater. These are my thoughts. These were my thoughts. Eventually I figured it out. So... Not many people die in this movie, but... Well, we learned that some of them who died were apparently just starting the snogging. 
<laughs> that's yes, the fun they found part her with about, the panties down <laughs> yeah that's the fun part about uh non-english movies where you get subtitles and then some words are used that you don't usually see and snogging is one of them and it's so funny oh but you don't normally get that in an american film but yeah i mean snogging snogging is a fun no, english term it is so now you have some new words to add to the vocabulary bank. <laughs> yep. Her coming out of the TV will always, will always just scare the ever loving shit out of me. That's why you mm-hmm. have a smaller TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nowadays with flat screens, uh, she has less space. Yeah. So. You know what it is? Like, can I just, can I say, because like, you know, when you, when they first watch the movie and it ends like right when you're at the well, but then the next time that it ends, it's like a little bit longer. There's something about staring at a thing and staring at the well. And, you know, there's like the scene when she's coming up out of it, actually. But like, there's this staring at something for so long that you start to think you see something. And like that, that her coming out of it plays on that so much because you think something's going to come out. And then when it does, it's just like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Especially in the beginning when it's just a little arm and it cuts out and then it's a little more and it cuts out and you're like, oh boy. And at the beginning, it's the static that plays with your head because you think the static yep. is kind of moving. So you think it's a hand coming up and eventually it, it does. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that's that, just that's part of the fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that part of the fun? <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. One thing I also misremember is probably also from the American version, but her hair is very dry, and I remember <laughs> it just being wet. Like, yeah. it actually looked a lot better than... Oh, her American hair version. looked good. I mean, she... The, the American version of it is she's much... Like, they they really play up the coming out of a well. Yeah. And her dress is dirtier. And they actually, I mean, they went full on and made her look like a glitching out television signal. And like a tracking videotape. Mm-hmm. Even when she's outside the TV, she still has a little bit of that kind of shimmer... Um, that you get in a in a tracking VHS tape. Yeah, it's creepy. And they, they made it grotesque too. Yeah, and face. that that's just from having more budget to put into the visual effect mm-hmm. of that. Hey, the eye looked fucking creepy, though. That eye was creepy. The dead eye is just Jesus. I read that wasn't even the girl. That was like one of the guys on set or something. I think so. And. Nice eyes. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'll wake up next to that in uh, the night. Or, um, okay. Hey, some people got big eyes. You know, you date Anne Hathaway and you're going to wake up to that half the time. <laughs> she's beautiful. I'm just saying. She's got really big eyes. Stop in a beautiful staring. way. You're giving me the bug eyes. <laughs> Sorry about the bug eye joke. <laughs> Sorry about the bug eye thing. I'll be in my office. What is that from? Ghostbusters. Find out next. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. We're having fun. What's the body count? Two? Three? 
Well, there's it depends what we count. So definitely two. It depends what we count. Oh, we, we have well, the guy in two. the end and we have the girl in the beginning. That's yes. definitely two. But yeah, then we, we find bodies in a car. Yeah. Count. Oh, he didn't die. All the kids them. that were at the cabin originally died. Yes. And that so, was what? And seven of them in the picture? Nope, four. Okay, yeah, you're right. There were less here, yeah. There was more. And nope, now we have the girl her and her boyfriend and her and the two two friends. And their two friends and their two So friends. if you go by that, it would be five. Yeah. Uh and we have Sadako herself falling in a well, technically. That falling, yeah. Being pushed into the well. No, he tried to save her and she fell yeah. on no. <laughs> yes. Oh, more is explained in the sequels. Yeah. The whole story gets laid out. But you know what it's time for? The 13! The 13 is a specially cultivated list of tropes or favorite things from horror movies. This list may change or be adjusted as time goes on, and in real time, because this is real life. Well, at least for the next seven days. Number one, kitty cat. No. No kitties. No cat. No. No cats. So, points taken away from this movie. Number two, Volkswagen. No. No Volkswagens. Oh. I did find out that they drive on the wrong side in Japan. Because at one (laughs) point I was like, why is that kid driving? Uh, No, wait, no, no, no. For some reason, I figured it was just Hong Kong that did it. I don't know. Slipped my mind. Nope. Japan as well. Okay. Well, you know. Number three, scary location, time of the year, summer camp, beach, abandoned mental hospital, holiday, full moon. Um, no, and whatever the hell, whatever the hell this is, by the way, it created it, right? <laughs> like this, whatever this is. But, um, I mean, by the time we meet her, I guess she's kind of a legend, almost as if, like, she's a Bloody Mary type character, you know, that kind of thing. The kids are talking about there's a suspicious tape and whatnot. Which, I mean, that all seemed to have happened in... Of course, that's going into archetype characters. Don't worry about me. I'm really tired. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, scary location would be the island, the, well. the island where a lot of things oh. happen in the well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Scary location. Well. The end. The well. Creepy well, scary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Number one. Who? What? Buckets? What? Oh, right. That was. Uh, just make the, the woman uh, who's about to die pull up all the buckets of water <laughs> by herself 
Makes perfect sense. That's fine. Well, that 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 comes later. That falls under people doing stupid shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure we had that conversation when we watched this movie together. Well, <laughs> well, well. Um, but yeah, we'll say the well. We'll say the island. And we'll say VHS is all together. Sure. Number four. Meta humor, fourth wall breaks, mentioning the title. No. No. Well, I don't know, because they spoke Japanese. Now, we don't know what they actually said. We just have subtitles to go on. I don't trust subtitles. <laughs> you know what I will language. say? <laughs> What I will say is when I, and this is watching the original, but like I didn't get what the ring was until like, you know, the end of the movie, you know, when it's it's not the end of the movie, but whenever it was that it shows you the thing, you know, the The flashback light coming from the, yeah. And that was like, that's a good reveal explanation without telling you anything thing they thing, did the thing. same thing in, in the ring yep and a scary movie one of them yeah yeah to do the parody of it yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was a toilet well you just spoiled that movie i guess i never have to watch it now thanks oh <laughs> you look too happy shut up Number five, archetype characters. Crazy Ralph from Friday the 13th. Randy from Scream. That almost came out wrong. You almost did it wrong. You were so close. <laughs> to a crazy Ralph One of Scream. these days. One of these days. Uh, I, like I said before, um, she's kind of like a, like a legend in herself. Oh. Um, like a Bloody Mary type character or... I would also say creepy you Japanese woman with long hair in front of her face. And she invented that, right? Is this the first I don't of know its... if this is the first one of those, but well, Faye would know. The first one I know. I mean it's cousin it. Um <laughs> well that was blonde, yeah. but still <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's the one that I know the most that most people are going to relate it to is Sadako or Samara. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that nor uh, the grudge. Although that hair gets a little crazier. <laughs> and that was yep. right around the same time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this was just before, yeah. Mm. And they we were saying earlier, but the um the Yeah, Juon was two thousand and two apparently. Jesus. Yeah. Juon and Ring were both inspired by the same uh what was it, legend? Folklore. Yep. Folk folklore folk, 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 <laughs> I can't Mm-hmm. Say that word. Can't say that word. Folk. Folk lore. 
folklore. There's too many L's in there. What do you want from me? Gosh darn it. Hey, you know, I can't say Myrtle Coil. Myrtle. Myrtle. Mortal. 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 Mortal Coil. coil. When I try to say those words together, it doesn't come out right. I don't know why. I can say mortal, but if I try to say coil after it, it ain't working. Anyway, but yeah. One more archetype character is uh, the grumpy guy that's like, leave me alone. But eventually he'll say, I'm going to help you. (laughs) Yep. That's definitely something... Takasha. Mm. Takashi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I, he's the oh. one that stepped up and said, Well, if I'm gonna die, she's coming for me. I'm doing it on my <laughs> terms. <laughs> oh, the psychic little kid? I feel like that's uh Creepy kids are always yeah. That's an archetype oh, yeah. and a trope, all wrapped up into one. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Number six. Pointless boobies, weird wangs, moonies. No. Nope. Nothing. Just a creepy eye. Just a creepy eye. And uh, a well. Yeah. Number seven. Telling, retelling the legend and or establishing the movie's rules. Breaking Randy's rules. It's kind of... Right from the start. It's just just (laughs) that... (laughs) This is the 13 part seven, the movie. Um, mm-hmm. She is the legend. Yeah, they about tell it multiple the times. They establish it. Uh, people who snogged are dead. So they break that rule as well. Oh, because they snogged. You're right. Uh, it's the snogging. The snogging wasn't the cause of it, though. I know, but I had to say it again because well, I love that word now, and I can't stop using it. Uh, well, we 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 take the we take the point that because they snog, they are evil, and they you, know, uh, you they have to wonder if she yeah. comes out of TVs. How did she get into that car? What car? What they were snogging in the car? Oh, oh. my car has a TV. I can watch movies on my in my car. In 1998, yes, your car does. <laughs> Actually, in 98, there probably was a car in Japan that had a TV screen in it. Yeah, that's possible. Right. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I'm guessing all she doesn't have to come from the TV, then, right? No, no, but still, it's like the most famous scene of her crawling out of a TV. So that's like the yeah. not just crawling out. But scraping the wood oh, yeah. floor with no nails. No, <laughs> gross. Don't like. Don't. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm, no. I will have a nope on that right now. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, let me descend into this well. What's that? Ooh, nails. Yeah. Nice. Nails in the inside the, oh. the cobblestone. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. You know how hard you gotta like claw. No, off? I don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's keep going on this for a little while. Travis is enjoying it. 
yes. Number eight. <laughs> Dance sequence, montage sequence. And really the only montage was cutting through the different uh, interviews with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really. No. Not really one. It's the was it, was it, do we call the, the buckets of water a montage scene? But it's just one scene of them doing stupid shit. Yeah, they kind of cut true that. But yeah. Yeah, because that was supposedly taking hours. Yeah. Which it would. Mm-hmm. Creeping me out. Which, once again, I don't know how wells work, but I'm pretty sure that water gets refilled from groundwater. Typically. So emptying it does not actually work like that. Not with not with buckets, no. Nah. <laughs> I don't think, like I don't think you could empty pump. it fast enough. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. You, can, you can dry up a well, it just... With a bucket, it's going to take a long time, and you wouldn't do it fast enough. Hmm. Interesting. Still uh, a cool scene. scene. Yeah. And, uh, like, every time she looked over at the, um, like, the, the opening, <laughs> or, yeah. she was the looking time. at, like, in the well that too but like the fence and like she would look at the the like you know just looking out and it would still creep me out even though I knew like how the movie goes right it's just like I know she's safe but yet I'm still completely creeped out and like hoping that they hurry the fuck up like I still have that tension even though I know what's happening but uh that's good Number nine, someone does stupid shit or that scared the shit out of me, whichever applies or name your favorite trope, whatever. Watching the movie even though or watching the video, even though you know it's going to kill you. Yes, (laughs) that is some stupid fucking shit. This is going to kill me. You know what? I don't care if you think that I am a scared crybaby wimp person uh i don't i don't care if you think i'm crazy forever i'm not watching the video that everyone keeps saying is gonna kill you (laughs) nope like i i and i know in reality that there's not stuff like that right but i'm still not gonna watch the movie you know why even just in case and and even if you watch it because you don't believe it or something you're like ah i'm gonna watch it and then suddenly the phone rings you're hearing weird stuff. Suddenly, when you take a picture of yourself and your face is all weird, and you're like, this might be true. And then you're like, hey, you do die on one's love, and you're the father of my child, and uh, if I'm dead, you're the only parent he has. Watch this movie, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Also, can I say, and I forgot to say this earlier, but the whole photo thing with the blurred faces and the photos is a super simple and incredibly effective and creepy imagery uh, device. Like, it's such a simple thing to do, but holy shit, does that work? I was creeped out. Mm -hmm. Like. Well, yeah, I mean. Think about it, you know, 
normal face, normal face, normal face, normal face. After they watch the the video, then it, then the faces get the blurred effect. Mm-hmm. And that's from one camera. You go, oh, well, something happened to the camera. A completely different camera does the same thing. Then it's mm-hmm. old shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's her. And even he does it. Like, he takes her picture and he sees the effect. And he's like, okay, I'll let me watch this video now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then the rewatching, the slowing down. The, the oh, yeah. Let's watch it multiple times. You know, maybe it. I mean, at that point, you for a penny in for a pound, right? Just just go for it. Yeah. At that I wonder point, if she takes really care of it. Like if she she takes note of how many times someone watches it. Like, <laughs> huh. Well, do I give them seven days again or uh, <laughs> do I? Uh, no. Great. Now I'm thinking of something I don't even want to discuss. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, Greg. <laughs> well, anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, her phone bill must be high, right? It's psychic. Don't worry. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what well, remember I she she can only she can only call the the uh, right. phone in the. In the cabin right above the well so it's not she doesn't have very long of a reach it's a local line as well so yeah (laughs) oh also here's a little this is a tiny stupid thing probably not a big deal but like we noticed it uh when she goes to the when she's staying at the that apartment house thing whatever the hell she's staying at and she goes to the guy i guess who's at the front desk and he's, he has all those movies people can watch. Uh, and Indiana Jones was in there. there. Yeah. Well, anyway, but there's the tape there that's like just nothing on it. You know, her tape. And she's just like, what about that tape? And he's just like, oh, I don't know. Someone probably left it. And then the next scene, she just has it. Like, so he just gave it to her? Yeah. Like, he didn't make it. Kind of like a rental. Like, yeah, but I know, I feel but like he doesn't know what's on it. Yeah, if you don't know what's on it, you don't know who it belongs to. It could be porn. Like he just could gives be a murder. That too, but like you know, it was one of those things where I'm just like, oh, it was he a really time. Did that. No one cared. It's in Japan. <laughs> uh, that is true. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I just thought that was good, and you pointed it out, Wesley. Also, once again, uh, if she can only call that one phone in that one cabin, why does everyone know the story about, well, if you watch this videotape, someone will call you and you'll die. It's because the kids at the cabin spread it because mm-hmm. they didn't. They believed it was some type of joke. I'm not convinced. Well, <laughs> whoever's found that tape before them also had had the same issue consequences whatnot and the thing is is that you have seven days with all this weird stuff happening to you again sequels of course you're gonna tell people and prequel true true number 10 solitude shots i mean the entire movie yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's fair fair good bit of them the well is just pure loneliness by the way like that is just fucking 
That's horrifyingly sad. Obviously, <laughs> just... Oh, especially when he finds out she was still alive. <laughs> like, it's one thing to be killed and thrown in a well, but then finding out that she was still alive in said well, trying to claw her way out. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure she was very lonely at that point. Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> Number 11. Scary score, spooky soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. The score is just... Oh, uh, oh! can I just mention the, the, the end credit song? <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm like, you're in the entire movie. You have this creepy sounds. Not a lot of music music, but it's like all creepy. And, you know, the same style, let's say, of music. And then you have the mm-hmm. end credits and suddenly it's 90s techno, baby. Yep. <laughs> and I loved it. As you should. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, yeah. It was definitely a shift, but it was a uh, Yep. <laughs> it, it it worked. It helped. It helped. It helped. If you were scared, the music soothed you a little bit. But yeah, the whole movie used sound. It used sound really well. There wasn't a ton of music. It wasn't like a a score that's you know, you're going to remember and it was creepy or any of that. It's just like, I, I mean, for me, it was that lack of music that really played into it. Yeah. But that's the, like deliberate absence of music. Right. Just, that's a choice. That's a risk. And it paid off. Adds to the creepiness factor. Because as Travis said earlier, the hum- humans aren't used to dead silence. Number 11. No. That's what I just did. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody saw that. You or heard it, rather. Nothing. Number 12. Final girl. Um. Yeah. Ish. Well, yeah. She yeah. survived and then figured out how to protect her child. Poor grandpa. Yeah, she got her ex killed. I mean, I don't know if that's what she wanted. That's the dream. Is what? it? <laughs> I don't. They seem to have. I don't think we have the same dreams. Yeah, they they seem to get along okay. But yeah, she figured it out. She was smart. Well, eventually, eventually she kind of did it be- without knowing it would save her. So it's kind of, yeah. I would say breaking convention. Uh, yes. To the- to how we define Final Girl for these 13. Yeah. But remember this. You you say that she didn't, you know, she didn't know, she didn't figure it out until later, which means that everything she did, she did it thinking she was risking her life. Yeah. Yes. So, but in the end, she also didn't save the day. Not she for saved him. Her son. She saved herself she and she saved the yet. child. Or did she do it? I don't well, she remember was if she did to, it in this movie or in the next one. Well, she, she was figured going it out to how basically. to save. Yeah, exactly. So that was her plan she, was to go do it. But she also saved it by copying. Yeah. And killing more people, probably. So. 
you know. Well, yeah, it's a selfish win. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. But as well, long as... Just get everyone infected. Yeah. I, but as long as you tell them how to do it, more people get infected, but then more people survive. Yeah. Inoculation! <laughs> yeah. It was a, it's not your typical one of our, you know, 13 movies, but it's definitely a nice uh, twisted ending, which I like. <laughs> Hi, Dad. I need you to do a favor. <laughs> oh, God, Dad. Never do the favor. Number 13, the Savini scale of gore. It's not the quantity of gore, it's the quality of gore. Special effects and monsters. So how many broken fingernails? (laughs) (laughs) That's worth it just for Travis's reaction. Just going to keep fucking hammering that one down, aren't you? Yeah, I had to clip my nails earlier today and like I clipped one of them way too close to the to the thing. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I I hate when I do that. Um, I mean, there's really no gore in this, although that final scene is creepy. Uh it's this is a movie with atmosphere and creep factor. It there's not really gore to speak of, so I'm not even sure how to really score it i mean there's sadako's body in the well that oh, was that a was, that was good I will long wet hair like that and yeah. then the skin breaking Her. over the the skull oh yeah <laughs> yeah okay all right uh i'm gonna body you coming know out of the tv right that's special effects technically monster design was creepy so it, it did its Her job hair. the way she moves Fine. and all that it's kind of once again defined not really I'm pretty sure it was used before. Oh, I spider lock like, has been used before, yeah. Yeah, yeah but like the, you know, the choppy movement, like the, you know, the mm-hmm. which they do more in other movies, but she kind of started that, I feel. Yeah, they All glitched right. her more, like Travis was saying, in the in the American version, and I find that so creepy. Yeah. So oh, sure. creepy. Like ooh. I Given that, and yeah, the well scene, just the the simple but effective um, bit where the body comes out of the water and then it's like the skull, you know, the skeleton reveal and all that. Uh, seven and a half. There we go. Agree. What they did was really good. Mm. Completely agree. Can I complain about her hands? Even even though I'm probably going to give like a, a six. <sighs> Or seven. Just because, like, like I don't know. Her fingernail things looked kind of fake. I'm not taking a ton of points away or nothing. I'm just saying, like, I noticed it right away. And that was just, like, one of those things that slightly took me out. It's still a good movie and stuff. I'm just like, you know. It was something I noticed. I figured everyone else noticed it, too. Well, I know what you're talking yeah, about. I mean... It, it, I mean, have you ever pulled a fingernail completely off and seen the underside of it when it's soaked in water forever? Well, Actually, no, I just mean yes. like her hand looked like plastic. What? Ew, what have you been doing? No, toenails. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's equal. That's equal. 
It's not fun. Um, Don't try to get out of a well with your feet anymore. No, it was, uh, I had dropped something on my foot and it killed the toenail and the toenail was falling off. And I had been in the pool for a while. It's a weird look. Yeah, it is. (laughs) They weren't far (laughs) off, but I understand what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so um, I give it seven broken fingernails. Mm -hmm. Means you still have three. (laughs) Yeah. Technically, you should give 10 broken fingernails because they were all broken off one by one <laughs> by scratching that wall. Hopefully we can move well. on shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next time when Dredd won't Travis's be here any last show. <laughs> No, yeah. I think Travis will take Dread out. <laughs> if, I had a, if I had a way of muting you, I would have done it by now. <laughs> I uh, got my fingers in your brain. Wow. Uh, now I'll go also for seven and a half. I'm going to throw in more because we, we did add the whole in case there was absolutely no gore in a movie and it was just about like suspense, the Hitchcockian scale of suspense, mm. which this movie <sighs> definitely had like gobs of it. Some, yeah. Well, then I go to eight and a half. Yeah, yeah, if you're on the Hitchcockian scale, it's an eight and a half for sure. <laughs> eight and a half, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean it did it it did well. It did well. And it did good. Uh, in a uh, well. Uh. It did well in a well. Well, well. And that'll wrap up the thirteen for this episode. Yeah. That's how it feels. And now we play What the Well Was That? No, I'm just joking. (laughs) You should have made that pun last episode. Yeah. No, that would have been too easy. Mm -hmm. And no one would have gotten the joke unless they would have gotten the movie. Well, okay. Uh, We're actually going to play What the Hell Was That? It's where we play a clip from our next movie provided by our clip curator, Dreadley. Play the clip, Dreadley. Well, you distribute it. You know what it is. You put it in the stores and the supermarkets. I know what it is. Don't be ridiculous. I don't know what it is. Anybody know what it is? Anybody know what it wants? And those who would take a critical mass of it, to them, why, it's everything. And those people that discovered it and they came here and brought it to me first, they were already addicted. They were compelled to find somebody like me who could who could market it for tens of millions. Can you guess that movie? Give it a try next Friday, hopefully, when we post our gift clues on Twitter. Follow us at Gore Podcast on Twitter. First person to guess it correctly gets a shout out on the next episode. There's no emails this week, but if you want to be one of those people who sends us an email and gets dread to shut the fuck up, email the show. <laughs> at gorepodcast13 at gmail.com. We do have a Patreon, so if you'd like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash gore13. And just a reminder for the Patreon, if you become a patron by October 1st, you'll be able to partake in our monthly movie night for the month of October. And that'll be for anyone at any level for specifically for the month of October. Uh, So, 
you know, check it out. And um, we hope to see you there. Until next time, where can people find you, Travis? Uh, I'm on Twitter at TV's Travis uh, or TVstravis.com. And Faye, where can people find you? On Twitter at uh, Chibi Phelan. And finally, Dreadly, tell people how they can travel to the bowels of hell to find you. Well, I'm also on Twitter, but uh, mostly on Twitch. And by the time this comes out, it will be close to uh, October, right? Or just October? I don't know. Whatever. Probably October when you listen. And October will be all spooky games on Twitch, so you should definitely come and join. And be creeped out by me. Uh, And all those links you can find on the dreadzone.com. And Monica, where can people find you? Well, you can follow me on Twitter and Twitch at WickedKitten13. And, uh, yeah. Check out my Hearthstone show called Hearth Casual. And my Heroes of the Storm show called Q for Fun. Because those are shows that I do. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And I hope we made it a little harder to fall asleep tonight. <laughs>